Hey everyone, and welcome to Let the Right Film In, a Nordic film and TV podcast with me, KJ. On this episode, I'm just going to be recapping Before Nurse, Episode 2, Season 2. So I just finished watching this episode. Overall impressions, it was a pretty solid episode. I'm enjoying the season, only two episodes in so far, but I'm enjoying the season quite a bit. Like I said in the last episode, I feel like the writers, you know, have a really good story to tell, a good mystery. They know their characters, and, you know, they're putting a lot into these episodes. A lot of stuff is happening. It's not, you know, boring. There's no filler. There's no <laughs> fat, I guess you could say. I feel like it's a pretty well-edited tight episode 45 minutes or so long but a lot happens and a lot of twists and turns as well so the first like i think i mentioned in last week's episode there's kind of like um abc plot going on right now and i would say that a plot right now is the murder mystery the jack the ripper case we found out a lot with you know this uh a plot i'm just going to refer to it as and we, you know, open up with someone sending the citizen, this newspaper like outlet, a letter with a bloody clitoris. And then we end up finding out that it's actually just like a dolphin's uh, clitoris. It wasn't actually a human. So we initially, when they sent the letter and this bloody <laughs> part, <laughs> the bloody woman flesh is what the letter says, you think it's obviously from the killer and it's from that um victim that was in the tunnel but like i said it turns out that it wasn't from that victim it was actually from a dolphin which i guess their anatomy is close to a female's anatomy that's what they say i did not know that but so again we don't know still who this uh killer is you know what their intentions are are they just kind of messing around with you know this news outlet and the police <laughs> but that's you know the opening scene and that what we find out too with that going on so we also find out that mr rubenstein and then his associate clerk we found out in the first episode that will they claim to be from the london police and that they were coming to help solve this mystery the jack the ripper case but they kind of ghost the police the oslo police lars and alfie <laughs> in wench i guess you could say but they pretty much came but they pretty much used fake names so mr rubenstein doesn't exist Lars looks you know in the 19th century and he couldn't find I guess he couldn't find anybody but <laughs> he couldn't find this character that this character was a foreigner or traveled time travel to the present and then they also find out that Clark um, also is a real person in the London police but the person that came in that first episode was claiming to be her so when they actually call the London police, you know, to talk about the Jack the Ripper case. They have no clue what's going on. Um, and they, so they pretty much figure out soon that these two were imposters. They were posing as police officers. And now that they're like ghosting uh, the Oslo police. So they end up do getting in contact with Clark, who is this actual police officer and another uh, detective too. So they do bring them in on the case but they're talk with this letter, they talk about how it's a PR nightmare, that it actually turned out to be, you know, fake. It wasn't actually part of the victim. So they pretty much are dropping uh, Wench and the other people in the police, besides Lars and Alfie. But they're dropping it that it deals with Jack the Ripper. And also because they got tricked by these two imposters. So they're kind of... Um, going in a different direction, I guess you could say, but Lars and Alfie still believe it's probably tied into Jack the Ripper. So Lars, in his like dream 
sequence or i don't know he believes he's talking to odin who is um this female character <laughs> that he even calls a hag but she tells him to you know keep reading this book that mr rubenstein we'll just keep referring to him as that but we find out his name's ben actually so we'll just say ben ben gave lars and lars says that it was a dead end nothing was in this book but he looks closely and he finds that it was from this mental institution like the library of the men mental institution and he digs a little deeper and he finds you know he ends up finding um ben you know he sees a picture of him and finds out that he was actually a patient at this mental institution so that kind of leaves off there and that you know in this storyline at least for lars he finds out that uh ben you know mr rubenstein is actually ben in that he was part or he was in a patient at this mental institution for schizophrenia paranoid schizophrenia they also too with the london police they talk about um, ben and the woman claiming to be miss clark that they're probably part of this organization that is like a 19th century organization and they mentioned something about them hating machines so we don't know too much about them but we do find out that uh, ben and you know the i don't think we find out the woman's name who was claiming to be miss clark but she was from nigeria and she is a before in her time travel to the present but they meet up with these characters that are like on the they look like they live at a farm without like electric um, electricity or anything and we just see a little bit but he goes to they go to their house basically and we find out that one of them um it's like this um, guy that has a couple daughters or I don't know how they're related but one of them actually works at the citizen so is actually posing you know she I don't know if she's infiltrating the citizen or if she works for the citizen she's infiltrating this kind of I don't want to say cult but this group I forget they call, starts with an L that they call themselves so there's a lot going on like I said <laughs> and I'm kind of going just off memory I apologize if I get anything wrong. Um, ben also has a scene where he's at a bar and he gets in a fight with like these uh, Nazi guys when they call him like a Jew or something. I don't know too much what that had to do driving the story forward, but he has like a black guy we find out. Um, we also do find out the three um, files from the first episode, that cliffhanger where he was stealing files from the police that's why they infiltrated you know lied and i guess not infiltrate but they lied and said they were the police to get these files at least only him ben because he mentions that he's on the side project when they're having dinner with this gentleman that is part of this organization like i mentioned and he didn't seem too pleased you know he's like i don't i wasn't aware you're working on your own project i thought you were just you know joining us and our fights and so but we find out we see the pictures of the three files and it looks like it's those three women from the cold open of the first episode that back in the 19th century that they were running away from him it looks like it's their their file so maybe they time traveled to the future and he's still you know looking for them i don't know we'll f find out what happens but that's kind of they don't say that's who they are but that's who i'm just guessing i guess from the quick images we saw it's, it doesn't turn out to be alfie actually but it's these three women and that he's looking for and he's got the files on and we also find out i think with L lars also digs and he finds out that 
this Ben was possibly working on the Whitechapel killing, so he still was he was involved with Jack the Ripper, or at least you know these murders going on during this time in 19th century London. So I'm thinking that's kind of it for the A plot, like I've mentioned. You know, Alfie's still involved; she's still sleepwalking, and she comes to work when she was sleepwalking. You know, like in her underwear and doesn't know where she is when they when she comes to she does go meet with the vulva and trying to find out some more information about her and her past and if we find out that the vulva actually was a young child back in the viking era and she was actually there and remembers when alfie time traveled when she was a kid and they actually found her with you know regular present time clothes, 21st century clothing and a floating device and then she also kind of, I don't want to say tricks Alfie, but they end up kind of hooking up because um, she says she can have more visions if she, you know, performs oral sex on her. And then we kind of fast forward and then we end up, them two, you know, in bed together. But she says she actually has no visions when she did do <laughs> perform that act on her. So we don't know what's going on there. But then, so we'll talk about the B plot, I guess, before we wrap up into the big cliffhanger. So I would say the B plot is actually Olaf, King Olaf. He this actually opens the episode where he is looking to get the remains of his son, King Magnus. So he uh, meets up with these followers. I'm assuming they're from like his YouTube channel or they commented. I think he says, "I found you in the chat" or something like that. But these two guys, I believe, they are just from the present time. They go and dig up his son's remains at this chapel this cathedral actually and so they do they get the skull and they get his bone king magnus's bones and they give it to um king olaf and i'm a little confused what goes on next but olaf actually frames thor tor at work or where tor lives i'm not sure but he has those two guys plant it where he either works or lives it, where also the vulva vulva um like performs her rituals and her witchcraft but they get a you know he sends like an anonymous tip to the police or something like that and the police get a warrant and they go search and they actually find because they're actually looking for the remains you know it's actually uh big news that someone broke in and dug up these bones at the cathedral even though lars and alfie aren't investigating this but the police are still involved so um so yeah olaf frames basically tor and tor gets arrested and we see him at the police station and he actually too also had he's the only one that has a key to the cathedral i'm not sure if he works there or what but he has a key there so he's like the main uh prime suspect and that he they found the bones where he either works or lives you know he's not in a good place right now basically i think that leaves off where he's still at the police station alfie does talk to him and asks him if he had an alibi and he said that he was pretty much partying with uh the vulva and he remembers eating sweets and then he was his memories basically uh foggy from there and alfie tells him that no that was actually ecstasy so it seems that maybe she gave him drugs to kind of you know fog his memory up or to do something basically and that's where the big cliffhanger comes because what's his name olaf actually gets like a letter this i don't want to say or this like mysterious kind of message with this saying 
And when he goes at night, it's late at night, this is what ends the episode, is he actually goes to meet up with somebody, and it, it turns out that it's the vulva. And he doesn't know that, but he, she says, you know, I've been dedicated to you, or I follow you, or something like that. And that's where the episode ends. So she's actually on Olaf's side, even though she's seems to be friends with Alfie and Tor. She's actually, you know a traitor I guess basically we don't know why so we'll have to figure that out as well so a lot going on here like I said and I try to remember it (laughs) the best I could so apologies if I didn't get everything correct and I would say the C plot is actually probably Ingrid we find out that she is pregnant she tells her dad Lars and then they go to her mom's house where she's now married to like a 19th century uh, Victorian uh, guy and he's pretty upset by it but it's a pretty quick scene with her trying to tell and then the mom mentions maybe getting an abortion but Ingrid gets up and kind of stomps out she does mention that she doesn't know who the father is that it's someone she hooked up with that it was probably one of Olaf's friends or guys she says and that it was just a one night stand but from the first episode if we, if you remember this guy was texting her you know saying like he loved her and all this stuff so I don't think it was just like a one night stand so we'll have to figure out what happens or what happened there if there was you know if she was actually dating somebody or you know there's a little more history there with the baby daddy so yeah a lot going on actually I'm trying to think if there's really anything else I think I covered most of it but yeah a lot going on so still a solid mystery I'm pretty curious what's going on a lot of side you know stories going on so the main yeah like I said the main murders who murdered this women this woman in the tunnel gotta figure out who murdered her you know is it actually Jack the Ripper who is sending this letter to the citizen and you know what does Ben what's he involved in all this you know he was from Whitechapel area during the 19th century during these murders I don't think he is actually murdering these you know women I don't know I think he just was probably affected by it you know back in the past you know someone he knew probably got murdered and he's still just maybe like obsessed with the case and figuring out who it was and that's why he time traveled to the future I don't know what those three uh case files who those women I'm like I said I believe they're those three women from the opening maybe they know something and he's just trying to find out more I don't know why he's infiltrating with this like other group this other 19th century group that hates machines I guess and yeah so just a lot going on right there I would say that's probably the most I'm interested in is that storyline this murder mystery but I'm also curious about Olaf and Tor the side like I said B plot kind of going on why did Olaf set him up is it just to kind of punish him or just to get him in jail I assumed he probably wanted to actually fight him or confront him but doing this you know kind of um setting him up you know it's a little bit different I wasn't expecting that but so we'll have to see where that goes (laughs) so yeah I'm looking forward to the next episode a lot going on again only two episodes in I think six total episodes but a pretty strong start to the season like I said the writers are doing a really good job so far with two episodes you know setting up this mystery setting up all these side plots you know it's pretty you know I'm invested in all the stories to be honest even Ingrid what's going on there I'm not sure (laughs) but you know I'm definitely invested I'm curious to see what happens I will say I guess you know Lars with his kind of visions of Odin I'm a little bit that's probably not as interesting to me I don't know what's going on if that's just like an effect he said from 
you know, getting off this drug that he was taking the first season. I don't know what that, you know, what's going on there, but I guess we'll, you know, find out as well. And yeah, so I guess we're one third through the season. Like I said, going pretty well. I'm excited for the next episode. I believe it's dropping every Thursday now because the first two episodes, at least here in the States, dropped on Thursday. So I will be back next week with the third episode, a little recap and initial reaction. And until then, hope you guys have a good rest of the week and I will check you guys out next time. Bye-bye.